Hello, and welcome to day one, session one of the 2022 Women's History Month Summit. This summit features 10 dynamic speakers over the next five days, and I am super excited to host this summit. I am Charvette Mitchell, marketing coach and marketing consultant, and I work with high-achieving women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in uh, to enable them to position their expertise with a polished visual brand, to gain more visibility with speaking opportunities, to build authority as a published author, and to convert more customers with content marketing. We will be getting started with our first session right after this 60 seconds. Here you go. Go ahead and grab your pen, your iPad, and get ready. Welcome, welcome, welcome to day one, session one of this Women's History Month virtual summit. Again, I am Charvette Mitchell. We are so excited to have you joining us for this summit. I am telling you what, we have two dynamic speakers that are opening up the opening night here. Uh, our first speaker that is hanging out in the virtual studio, ready to come up to you. Erica Brooks is going to be joining us on screen. Listen, her topic is, I am not your superwoman, taking care of self in the midst of it all. Right behind her, following in a strong, a strong uh, component, not component, a strong partner, a strong partner in this conversation. Yolanda Gray is joining us. And listen, her topic is, why can't I get motivated? How to keep moving forward when you don't feel like it. Woo, woo, woo. So you can see, you notice that um, all of the topics that we have for this entire summit are really about the whole woman. Uh, we cater to female entrepreneurs, certainly, but guess what? We There's a lot uh, a lot of different parts of us, and this Women's History Month, as we are celebrating with the, with the rest of uh, the United States, this history, Women's History Month is all about you and bringing to, uh, bringing to you different topics that you are going to find helpful and beneficial. We encourage you to comment. We encourage you to, to interact uh, and we'll throw up your comments on the screen. Those of you that are hanging out with us in Coaching with Vet Facebook group, you will need to give uh, one little click that little link that says give permission so that we can see your beautiful face and name as we pop your comments up on the screen. I also want to shout out one of our summit sponsors and it is actually my pop-up conference, uh, pop-up retreat. So 
last six years, I've hosted a conference. I'm shifting this year to host a pop-up retreat. Here's a quick little promo from one of our sponsors, and then we're going to bring Erica Brooks right up. For the last six years, I've hosted events in Richmond, Virginia, but in 2022, I introduced the Pop-Up Luxury Retreat happening in Orlando, Florida, November 3rd through November 6th. Something special happens to a group of women when they meet in person, dine together, and sleep on site without the distractions of the outer world and in a place that is a physical representation and manifestation of where they are going. After the last two years, I am positive you want connection, community, a touch of adventure, and a time to rejuvenate. So I'm inviting a very small group of women entrepreneurs and leaders to join me in Orlando, Florida in a 10,000 square foot mansion. In this luxury setting, we'll focus on your marketing, your support systems, and your mindset. Schedule a meet and greet call at joincharvette.com to discuss this retreat. All right. Again, one of our summit sponsors. Without further ado, let's bring up our very first speaker. Erica Brooks is here joining me live here. Uh, Erica, we are excited to have you. I am excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And happy Women's History Month. Happy Women's History Month. And um, certainly we'd love uh, for you to just to tell the audience and uh, those that are with us for this summit a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, Again, my name is Erica Brooks. I am a licensed professional counselor here in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I am certified to uh, do counseling here in the state of Virginia, as well as substance abuse counseling. Um, I am working in the Platform Builder Program, and um, I am branding myself with self-care information, knowledge, and products. And I'll talk about those a little bit as we go along. All right. Well, we are excited for your topic. Without further ado, uh, I leave the stage in your very capable hands. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good evening to everyone. Um, Again, as I said, my name is Erica Brooks, and I am a licensed professional counselor here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm going to be bringing to you today talking about being a superwoman. I am not your superwoman, taking care of self in the midst of it all. And I know that the last two years particularly have been rough for many of us whether it's been we've been working from home, whether it's taking care of ailing family members, children, attending school virtually. Um, This has really been a tough time for us. But this may have been the time that just brought to our attention just how much we actually do. So today, I want to spend a few minutes talking to you about the superwoman syndrome, um, identifying if that's you. Uh, what that means, and how we make some small changes so we can let go of our superwoman cape. So as we're starting, I just have 10 easy, quick questions, and I'd love for you guys to put it in the chat, the answers. Um, They're yes or no questions, so it's not difficult at all. My first question for you is, do you find it difficult to say no? Do you find it difficult to say no? 
Do you try to take responsibility for everything around you? Uh, I see someone is saying yes. Oh, someone is saying no. All right. Do you strive for perfection in every task? No. Okay. Yes. Okay. No again. Okay. I see a yes. Okay. Some no's, some no, some yeses. All right. Do you find it hard to wind down? Do you find it difficult to take time for self-care? Hmm. Seeing quite a few yeses there. And there's no right or wrong answer here, okay? Um, do you take more do you take on more tasks than you have time for? Do you find yourself tired often? Yeah, okay. Do you find it hard to put forward your needs? Do you find it hard to put yourself first? Mm, sometimes, okay. Do you find yourself shying away from asking for help? That can be a tough question. Yes. Okay. Do you find it difficult to take out time for yourself? Oh, I don't ask for, for help. Okay. All depends. Okay. If you found yourself saying yes to several of those questions, you might be considered a superwoman. If you found yourself saying no to most of those, then I applaud you because you set good boundaries for yourself and you're taking great care of yourself. But why do we need to talk about the superwoman? Superwoman syndrome. I'll start with myself. I am a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a godmother. Um, I work full time. I own my own business. I try to be a great friend to others. Um, I'm involved with multiple activities and I try to give my best to everything. A couple years ago, a friend said to me, you don't seem happy anymore. And I took it to heart because no one had ever said that to me. So I had to take a, I had to take a step back and say, okay, E, what are we doing? Are we actually having fun? Are we putting too much in for other people? And I found myself saying, yes, I was putting too much time in for other people. So I had to take a step back and reassess what I was doing and how to take better care of me. So 
in doing that, I started seeing these things, um, people talking about it, reading articles, talking about superwoman. And I'm like, what is a superwoman? What does that mean? Somebody that can do it all? Yeah, take, sometimes <clears throat> being a superwoman is someone who tries to do it all, who doesn't ask for help. <clears throat> Excuse me. Someone who is quick to jump in, quick to assist anyone, <clears throat> quick to make sure everyone else is happy, and quick to make sure that the task is done without asking for assistance or even um, letting others participate to do their part. This syndrome first became um, widespread back in 1984 when we started noticing that women were doing were doing multiple activities and roles. They were in the workforce, their mothers, their um, providers, they are daughters, they are leaders, they are in the church, um, they are in community activities. Um, <clears throat> you may see this woman as the woman who goes to work nine to five, picks up the kids, then she's at the grocery store. She's also taking the children out to soccer practice, football practice, you name it, she's doing it. But oftentimes we don't see her taking time out to take care of herself. Um, she doesn't really ask for help. She doesn't really take that time to rejuvenate. And that can be problematic. <clears throat> A lot of times with the superwoman syndrome, um, we notice that it can be emotionally exhausting. Um, we notice that women can have numerous health concerns. We notice um, they may have high blood pressure, complain of headaches, body aches. Um, they may have, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, they may have be blemishes to their skin. They may have a number of different things. So we want to take time to make sure we're paying attention to those things because we want the woman to be whole and to be healthy and to enjoy what she's doing. Some of the main characteristics that we may notice with um, a woman who is considered to be a superwoman, um, bouts of irritability, inability to sleep or excessive sleep. Um, we may talk about needing some help going to sleep or man, I only got a couple of hours of sleep last night. Can anybody identify with that? Um, I was up working last night, so I didn't get to get as much sleep as I wanted. Um, they may have memory issues, muscle tensions, um, like I said, headaches, body aches, anxiety, um, inability to concentrate, and general aches and pains. I'm curious. I'm going to stop here for a minute. Has anyone ever been told that you're a superwoman, that you're functioning like a superwoman? If, it, if so, put in the chat. I'd love to see the comments. Um, one thing about a superwoman, sometimes we can try to take on the role of being a perfectionist. Um, we are not happy if things are not as perfect as it should be. We feel like, um, yes, called perfectionistic, 
Yes. Um, we struggle with if something goes wrong, we've seen people sometimes have a meltdown if something doesn't go exactly as it should. Um, so those are people that we want to make sure that we're taking care of, we're looking at. Um, so let's talk a little bit about taking off that superwoman costume. What should we do? One thing that I would recommend is I would definitely tell someone who's doing this, learn to say no. No is a complete sentence. I often tell people that you owe, you owe no one an explanation. You know, you owe no one any reason as to why you're saying no. No is a complete sentence. Um, you don't have to justify it. It is what it is. Um, you can say it nicely. You can say it, say simply no. You can say, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Um, any number of ways is effective. But feel free to say no when you don't feel comfortable doing something or you don't want to do it. The other thing you can do, ask for help. Asking for help is a wonderful thing. Sometimes that gives a person who's too shy to jump in to say or do something, that gives them the opportunity to participate. So please, um, please ask for help when you need it. As business owners, if you need help, don't be shy in asking for that virtual assistant who can go through those emails or phone calls for you, who can respond to phone calls for you, who can run the errands for you, who can send out the mailing for you. Um, as a therapist myself, I sometimes need help with someone doing the billing for me. So I make sure I find someone who is capable of doing the billing. So I make sure I get paid and I'm not losing dollars. You understand? Um, so find what it is that you need somebody to help you with. Um, and don't be afraid to ask. It's a wonderful thing. Take time out for you. Now, let me ask you, how many of you actually use your vacation time at work? If you get four weeks of vacation a year, how many of you actually take four weeks of vacation? Taking the time out allows us to rejuvenate. It allows us to rest. It allows us to reconnect with those things that feed us, that give us energy, that make us, oh, good, Sheila. Sheila says she takes most of it. Great. Good, Bonnie. I'm glad that you do. Um, it gives us time to rejuvenate. It gives us time to spend with those who we love, who cherish us, who nurture us. So it makes sure that we focus on us. So when I say take time out, ah, uh, Lisa, I'm gonna need you to do better. Um, when we stop and take time out for ourselves, um, it allows our body to reset. It really does. It allows our body to reset. So when I say take time out, that can be taking um, time each day to take a long bubble bath, if that's the thing that works for you. Um, if you are not a bath person, but you're a shower person, you can take a shower. Um, I make these uh, things called shower steamers that have essential oils. And it is nice to take a nice steam 
that has the aromatherapies that come through to rejuvenate me, to help me relax my mind so that I am ready for a good night's sleep, so that I can reset, restore, and be ready for my next day. Taking time out may also be spending time with a good friend or friends, making sure that you're eating nutritious, um, that you're getting in your water. It can also be that time that you spend exercising. There's nothing like a good 30-minute walk. If you can't get 30 minutes in, break it up into three sections of 10. Um, getting out and getting fresh air. Vitamin D that comes from the sun is so vital to us. And as we work, as we're super women, we often forget to do those little things for ourselves. Taking time out could be going to get a nice outfit to get some beautiful jewelry, um, get our nails done. So make sure you're putting that time in to take care of you. Taking time out can also be feeding the mind, such as making sure that you are meditating, that you're praying. Um, any of that, those things can be great. When we become so overwhelmed in doing for others, we forget to take time out for ourselves. So sometimes we don't get the things out of our mind to give us clear thoughts. So journaling just five minutes a day, meditating five or 10 minutes a day can be very beneficial and very helpful to us. Also, spending time in whatever word is your word, whether it be reading the Quran, whether it be reading your Bible, however you choose to worship, make sure you're doing that. Are you going to, you know, your religious services, church, synagogue, are you um, attending your prayer services, Bible study? Spend those times to rejuvenate and to energize. Remember, God didn't ask us to do everything by ourselves. He gave other people abilities to do some things. So we don't have to do it all on our own. Um, the other thing I'd love for, to say to you is set achievable goals. And I know that we have lots of people on who are business owners or who are working um, towards bu building a business. What I want to say to you is, first of all, congratulations, but make sure you're setting goals that are obtainable and achievable. Because it can be, if we try to be perfectionistic, we can set ourselves up for failure. And we certainly don't want to do that. So each day when you set your goals, I, I remind people to set three goals a day, three attainable goals. So even if you write a long list of to-dos for the day, make sure you look at the first three things that you know you can get done. Just pick three things. Um, once you do those three things, if you still have more time in the day to accomplish, pull two more. Yes, if you don't take time out, you can feel burned out and you can feel exhausted. So making sure you're aware of what your schedule is and what your time limits are keeps us from burning out and keeps us from feeling overwhelmed. So pick those three things that work for you. And once you pick those three things, work on them slowly. If you accomplish all three in the day, great. If you don't, you master two. 
you got two out of three done, and maybe you can get that last one done either later that day or the next day. Yes, we do do a lot of caretaking for other people, and we don't have help from, from others. Luckily, I do have um, two great siblings that we all work well together, but I also have sister friends who will step in and help when need be. And we cannot discount those great sister friends or brother friends as well who will jump in and assist when we need them to. But we cannot, I, I remind you, we can't devalue having those great helps that will come along in whatever way that they can assist us. Okay. The other thing I want to say is if you need it, make sure you're getting therapy. You can go once a week. You can go once every other week. You can go once a month. You can get a therapist that you say, hey, I just need to make sure I have someone here that when I need to schedule a check-in, I can get a check-in scheduled. Therapy is non-judgmental. It gives you a minute it gives you an hour to sit and talk about whatever you want to talk about and to get it off of your mind and off of your heart. So if you've enjoyed this discussion, I'd love to talk with you more about this. Um, I am the owner of Enlightenment Counseling Services, and I do do outpatient therapy. Currently, I'm doing it virtually through Zoom. So if you would like to sit down and talk with me one-on-one, -on -one, you're more than welcome to. Please reach out to me at brookslpc.com. Again, brookslpc at yahoo.com. I'm also on Facebook under Erica Brooks, LPC, CSAC, and I am on Instagram at erica.com. L-P-C, and Erica spelled E-R-I-K-A. No, see, I'm not Erica Kane off of the soap operas. So if you remember those questions I asked you in the beginning, if you had any yeses, I want you to take your time to develop your self-care plan. What will your self-care plan look like? Each week, I want you to take time out to make sure you're taking care of all areas of your life. What are you going to do to enhance the physical, to make sure you're getting that physical activity? What are you going to do to take care of the emotional? Are you going to be journaling? Are you going to be meditating? Are you going to be reading? What are you going to be take, doing to take care of the nutritional part? What are you going to be eating? Are you going to be drinking your water? Are you going to be cutting back on anything? Like, are you going to be cutting back the sweets or alcohol? Or if you're a smoker, are you going to be cutting back the cigarettes? How are you going to spend time with the spiritual? Are you going to be attending your church services? Okay. And don't forget, this is something I always remind people. Reach out and make sure you have your self-care buddy, your accountability buddy. If you know somebody who struggles with taking care of themselves, reach out to them and say, hey, sister, I see you needing help. Whenever you need me, give me a call. All right. 
Thank you so much for allowing me to spend a few minutes with you this afternoon. And if there's anything I can do to be of assistance, please reach out. Erica, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, just listening to you was just soothing. I don't... (laughs) Anyone else, I just feel, you know, so soothed and just calmed. And so thank you for those reminders and those questions to prompt us to kind of really think about where we are with our um, self-care. And I do know that you have some bath bombs and some other things that are that are coming out, right? Yes, I have shower steamers that I create using essential oils. And if you would like to get any, please give me a um, you can send me a message on uh, Facebook. You can email me at brooksLPC at yahoo.com. And I will be happy to send those to you. You can also send me an email so that um, I have your email address and I can keep you up to date with all that Erica Brooks is, is doing and where she's going to be appearing. All right. Well, we thank you so much for kicking off our Women's History Month virtual summit. And um, we just look for additional big and bad things that you're going to be doing and bringing really to the world. So thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you. It's time to level up. There you go. Uh, it's only up from here. It's only up from here. Welcome to all those that um, have been have joined us perhaps before we started. You are uh, here for us with us for day one, session one of our Women's History Month virtual summit. Um, thank you for all of your comments and being engaged. I am Charvette Mitchell, marketing coach and marketing strategist, and I work with high achieving women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in uh, and I help and enable them to position their expertise with a polished visual brand to increase visibility with speaking opportunities to build authority as a published author and to convert more clients by way of their social media and their content marketing. And I do that in a couple of ways with my platform builder program and one-on-one consulting Thank you again for being here. And we do want to shout out uh, sponsors for this particular segment, which is my pop-up luxury retreat that's happening in Orlando, Florida, November 3rd through November 6th. Uh, Jump over to joincharvette.com, www.joincharvette.com. Download the information sheet and schedule a meet and greet call to see if this is a good fit for you. All right. Without further delay, we are excited to bring up our next guest. Yolanda Gray is coming up to the mic. I am bringing her up live here. Uh, Yolanda, welcome. How are you? I am well, thank you. Thank you so much, Charvette. And I just love listening to Erica's voice as well. It was so it was soothing. Yes. And I just thought, wow, your retreat and Erica's voice and all of yeah. that. That's a good yeah. mix, right? So tell our, you know, you are no stranger to my platform, absolutely. Uh, but tell those that are with us and that are here a little bit about yourself. Okay, first I want to shout out platform builders. Um, talk about an elevation. I was so happy to be. Of an inaugural participant in your uh, platform builder program. And uh, I just, I love the work you do. You know that. And thank you for having me tonight. Um, my work, is, I'm a certified professional life coach and I help women get out of the overwhelm that keeps them stuck in a life that they don't want. And they don't just don't know how to get off what I call this hamster wheel of life. And it, before 2020, we were riding a hamster wheel of almost being on autopilot today it's like it it's almost like we're bumping into walls trying to figure out how 
we can keep pivoting and, uh, you know, changing up with the, with the times that we're in right now. Yeah. So, um, uh, that's what I do. I love what I do. I host retreats as well and workshops and, and in a lot of different ways I, I work with uh, women to bring them. Yeah. And you're a co-author and an oh, author. Yeah. <laughs> co-author of Propel. Yes. <laughs> and another anthology. I'm yeah. Yes. What, a, what an opportunity we had in platform builders. I just, I can't say enough about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to get out of the way and allow you to jump into this topic, which I know um, resonates with, you know, people. Why can't I get motivated? How to keep moving forward when you don't feel like it? So uh, Yolanda Gray, take it away. Thank you. OK, well, I've been having these conversations. I had been having conversations at the end of 2021 as we were reflecting on the past year and what we were going to do in the new year with the, the women that were in my groups, the women that I coach at hold a retreat at the end of the year. And what I started hearing was this uh, was a, a sort of a despondency. I knew that the last couple of years had been really difficult and had triggered a lot of fear and a lot of uh, what do I do next? Uh, not knowing some confusion. And I also work with uh, professional women, uh, some of them to work for corporate and others are like me and uh, an entrepreneur, maybe like you. And they were just talking about how they they felt lazy. They called themselves lazy. They called themselves uh, procrastinators. And all I could think was, you know, we've all been through some pretty traumatic, uncertain and challenging times. And we've become shocked and disoriented. And sometimes when that happens, we stop, we shut down and we don't know how to keep moving. So I started seeing a lot on social media about this too. And what's happened is I have found that these are trending conversations and it was confirmed by a, an article I read yesterday in psychology today about this, um, a dilemma of or syndrome of uh, demotivation. And so I created a group, a five week group around this that we're wrapping up this week, um, this Saturday, and began to um, just created a program that where we could take some simple steps to get out of it. I hope that what I share tonight will help you if you find yourself in this spot after trying to figure out how we pivot and pivot and pivot some more. And it's left you frustrated uh, and maybe fatigued. So um, tonight I'm going to share five uh, reasons why you may be feeling a lack of energy or what we call demotivation or unmotivated and five purpose. We know that and his plans always prevail. It doesn't matter what is going on in the world. Sometimes because we don't know what to do, we shut down. And so I'm going to give you five little powerful actions. They're not huge. There's something to get started to come out of the slump if you're in one and to begin um, tracking again. Uh, three, I'm going to go uh, by these pretty quick and I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk some more with me about it or how you can get in on our next group, uh, finding motivation to stay on track. So first, I just want to define, define motivation very quickly, uh, not textbooky, but um, it's actually an energy. Motivation is the energy 
uh, that's given to us for whatever goal, desire, or plan that you've set. Um, the power drives the actions, and we need those actions to complete the mission. Motivation isn't constant or not always in a constant state of being, but it can be consistent. So maintaining that energy to stay focused and driven and taking those steps, I believe, requires the Holy Spirit's power and some other ways that we can stay on the track, as Paul, the Apostle Paul said, running the race to win the prize. So quickly, these are five reasons that I found. There's more. Of course, this isn't inclusive, but there are five reasons that I found in talking to others about why they may be feeling a lack of motivation. And the first one is you're just overwhelmed. We all had to learn to do things a new way these past couple of years who challenged us. And so in this, in this state of overwhelm, it, we don't know what to do first. There's just too many demands on our life. We are riding that hamster wheel and it leaves you feeling frustrated and fatigued. Many women were already in overwhelm in 2020 before the pandemic hit. We were um, in the, we were basically riding on, on autopilot and jumping from one thing to the next and not being able to slow down. Um, and it was only added to by the happenings of the past two years. So that's one. The second thing is that by nature, we're comfort seekers. Our brains don't want to do new things. They don't want to, they want to stay comfortable and, uh, and keep us in a place of don't go, don't go there. You don't know what's over there. And that's just us by nature. We are comfort seekers. The third thing is a lifestyle, our lifestyle, making the time to, uh, or just taking an assessment, looking at how you're living right now. Are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? Um, are you drinking too much? Are you eating too much? Are you spending too much? Are you getting exercise? All of these things contribute to a lack of motivation, to a lack of, of getting, having that energy to get up and go. And the fourth one is you just, you don't have a plan. There isn't anything that is worth doing. Goals, we talk, they talk about smart goals all the time, our desires or our dreams that are not going to require a plan. If you run a household, you know you have to have a plan. A simple strategy will just to get you going and begin to allow you to create these healthy habits, which lead to these routines that you need to keep you motivated and on point, on target. And the fifth thing is that you might be um, depressed. Um, and in that depression, I always think of Ezekiel, who was on a mission from God, and he found himself afraid, deathly afraid, because Jezebel was out to kill him. And you can find the story in 1 Kings 19. But he was worn down by fear and all he wanted to do was just give up and die. And thankfully, the angel of the Lord found him and he didn't. But, I, you know, I, I relate to that. I don't know about you, but I do relate to that feeling of this is just too much. I don't know what's happening. This uncertainty, there's too much doubt. I just I know God has something for me to do, but I'm tired. And scripture also tells us that anxiety in the heart causes depression and sometimes when it is chronic, when this anxiety is chronic, that's when it's clinical and you really do need to um, get some outside help for that. 
But I always imagine being demotivated by uh, having this um, this big massive rock on my lap. I'm sitting there with this rock and I just can't budget. I want to move. I know I, I can I can push it off of me, but I just it's just too much work to do it. So those are the five. The first one being you're just in the state of overwhelm. Uh, two, um, you're just in, in that comfort seeking place that so many of us found ourselves in, a, you know, uh, <laughs> drinking alcohol, buying off of Amazon, um, you know, looking for uh, binging on Netflix. Um, th- this was the past two years. I mean, I saw it on a social media. It's like this was sort of um, our traction. And so to get out of that, um, we have to change our lifestyle. The fourth thing is you don't have a plan. You need a plan. And the fifth thing is that you just really may be in a state of depression or anxiety. Here's a bonus one I want to leave you, though, because this one came to me later as I was with the Lord. Just really thinking about this. You may be having a a Holy Spirit awakening. There might be something over the past two years. We were we looked at life in a different way. We may be getting a different perspective right now. We may be um, hearing God move us in a different direction. Our relationships may be changing. So we can take an assessment of those, evaluating our dreams, our goals, our plans, and our relationships. So sometimes um, it's good just to be quiet in that and and allow the Lord to, to lead you in that. So to begin feeling motivated again, you're going to have to take the first step. It's going to um, take you um, to having a desire to change, a willingness to change, and the courage to change. But all of these things do require an action. Matter of fact, the best way to get out of fear, to overcome fear, and to get that courage is to take an action, which leads you to confidence. It works every time. And there are powerful source uh, forces that are all swirling all around us right now. And they're working very diligently right now, every single day to thwart God's plan for our life. So we um, we have to step up to rise up to that occasion. So I'm going to um, give you five ways in which you can begin to do that. And I have some notes here. So I don't go over. Okay. So here's five things that you can do right now just to begin tracking. And they're just some small steps to get you back on track. Number one is to focus on a significant goal. Focus on something that's small or I mean, at one significant goal or some small goals, because too many plans or too many things that we want to do. And as entrepreneurs, um, we are good at this. We are visionaries. So we have 150 things we want to do, but our brain was shut down on it. What won't allow us to to um, get out of that confusion to see how to do it. And it, and it's not doable given the, the time, um, the energy and the resources that we have available for this season. So um, that in itself, trying to do all things all the time causes stress and, and makes us want to hide under the covers because we just got, oh, there's just too much to do right now. So um, I would suggest right now to make some time with God to set priorities. Overwhelm is basically... a a lack of setting those priorities when we have too much to do on our to-do list and we think we have to get it all done and we have to do it right now. 
um, it takes us into that overwhelm. Um, also, uh, most important, figure out why, you know, why is this goal so important to me? One of the things as women, what we do is we get wrapped up in other people's plans. So their goals become our goals and we forget what we were here for and what, you know, God has called us here to do. So that's the first thing. Focus on a significant goal, one small thing or a couple of small things that you want to change to create a habit, create a one good habit that's going to help you stay in what I call the movement zone. You're always moving, right? Moving toward the goal. You won't have to psych yourself up when you create a habit because what happens is habits create these routines that we get into so that you just automatically get up and do it without thinking about it because it has been so ingrained. If you think about a bad habit that you're trying to get rid of right now, think about that. It's just so automatic. Habits sit in our subconscious. They just drive us. So creating a healthy new habit is going to take a little bit of motion and time, but it's going to um, it's going to really propel you into that next stage of motivation. And the third thing is you just might need to rest. And here's something really important. Knowing the difference between having a lack of motivation and being tired and overworked overscheduled or overwhelmed is so important because for us women, especially, we just want to drive. We just want to keep going and keep going. And that brings us to overwhelm. But sometimes we just need to rest. And I'm going to give you a hint of how you can tell whether um, you're, you need to rest or um, whether you're just tired and overworked. <clears throat> Take out your calendar and look at everything that you have filled in on there. That's going to provide you with where your time, energy, and resources go. And if you have an overbooked and an overcommitted lifestyle, you're going to be in overwhelm. So check that out. You might just need some rest. The fourth thing is most important as well is to get some guidance. Um, I like to say, you know, I'm a coach. I uh, work with women who are, who are living in overwhelm. And I want to get off that hamster wheel. I want to get back on track and live the life that God came here, that Jesus came here to give them. So guidance, when you get guidance, you can you create this um, encouragement, this space, this environment of encouragement, support, along with accountability. For so many of us women who want to do it our way and ourselves and never ask for help. It's not going to work when you're in the state of overwhelm or this deep state of lack of motivation or what I call demotivation. Uh, so these coaches and consultants, they work with you. They can help you to figure things out and help you to move diligently through all the steps, keeping you accountable all the time. And by the way, I have several coaches. I don't think I would work with a coach who doesn't have a coach. We are not um, all powerful and all knowing and all God. And I always am looking to work with somebody 
uh, for myself, who is a, to our, who steps above me, who has done the hard work that I am trying to achieve, who, who has those goals in place that I desire as well. So getting a coach, getting a consultant, getting therapy, if that's what you need, uh, however you do it, getting into groups, so important to not go alone. I think that's probably the most important. Well, no, no number five would be really most important is get into the right relationship with God. Every once in a while, you know, maybe every day for me, um, we need to check ourselves um, and our relationship with God. So, so many times we um, we're doing things that, and we're not in alignment, and we know it. Maybe we know we don't know that we're not in alignment, but we do know that we're not comfortable with what we're doing. We do know that things don't feel right, and we need to. We need to get back and um, check with him. And I love this because um, we we end up what we end up doing so many times is filling in that time with things that are not important, that are detrimental. And in many times, uh, many times and spaces are destructive. And I saw a lot of that. I lived that life for a long time. That's another story for another time. But I understand Ephesians 5. Uh, redeeming the time. The time is short. We never know what's going to happen. Boy, we were all shocked in 2020 when everything changed, right? And right now we're in another season of change. We're all in the season of change and growth. And um, we only have this this, um, one precious life. And if we don't learn to, as Christians, to get into that right relationship with God, we are going to stay in overwhelm. And we're going to be burnt out and we are going to give up. There will be no motivation for us. So just to recap, focus, number one, focus on a significant or small goals for you Two, create a habit, create the habits that create the routines that are going to keep you tracking. Three, determine whether you need to rest or you're just in, in overwhelm from too much to do. Number four, get some help. Don't do this alone. Don't do this walk alone. And five, make sure that you are in right relationship with your Lord. In 2018, God gave me a word. He said, behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That's Isaiah 43, 19. And what I want to add to that tonight is for such a time as this. And that's out of the book of Esther. And we know that one. I thought when I heard this word that it was for a new direction that I was going in in my ministry. And it was that, but it was so much more because we couldn't see what was coming. And life changed drastically for us in 2020. But as I said earlier, God's plans prevail no matter what, no matter what is going on. He still has that plan for you. The new thing is a different way of seeing, hearing, and doing. So thinking out of the box, getting that rock off of our lap and standing up and saying, yes, Lord, I'm joining you on higher ground. We are on higher ground. It's happening right now. So don't let a lack of motivation keep you stuck. Not one more day. We have been given this big, beautiful, one precious life to live and all of God's goodness is waiting for you today.
Our motivation group is finishing up this week. These women have been phenomenal. They, oh, they came in so demotivated. And now they have received tools along with a simple plan that they can execute and do the new thing with a fresh vision for today, for such a time as this. They've all climbed out of that demotivation and they're back on track to fulfilling their heart's desires. And if you want to know more about our next group, um, which is going to be starting in probably another um, four or five weeks, please reach out to me, Yolanda at YolandaGray.com or on Facebook. I am Yolanda Gray. Just message me and um, let's talk about it. Um, right now, there were um, four or five women in the group and we were tracking. I'm, I'm super excited um, that God is lifting us out of the out of this pit or out of this stuckness. And he is bringing us a fresh new breath of motivation for the plans and purposes he has for us. Thank you for listening. And remember, I'm YolandaGray.com. Wow, Yolanda. Listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So gracious. Um, so eloquently, eloquently said, I know that there are those that are like, oh, you know what I need to, I'm going to have to come back and, and listen to this again. Listen to Erica again. Listen to Yolanda again. So thank you uh, for just so much for being here. Certainly uh, the audience is, is chiming in uh, comments. Excellent reminders over in uh, Coaching with Vet. Uh, Bonnie is saying, when we acknowledge the Lord in all our ways, yes. he directs us. Great job. Great job. Uh, Sheila is saying awesome and wonderful. Dr. Amy uh, is saying wonderful. And so thank you so much uh, for being here and kicking off, uh, kicking us off. Let me listen. Let me bring let me bring Erica uh, back up. So cool. <laughs> Kudos. Day one is kicked off. First session is kicked off here for the virtual conference complimentary, complimentary provided. So thank you, ladies, for kicking us off and kind of setting the bar high. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. You are welcome. You are welcome. Wonderful. And um, certainly comment, connect with them. You'll be able to reach out to them in any of the venues that you are watching this from. And again, I'm Charvette Mitchell. We're excited uh, that you've been here for segment one. Join us tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, same time, same place uh, for our next segment or session two. I'm kind of liking this, you know, um, virtual summit spread out over the week because I know a lot of you are kind of zoomed out and all of that. And if you thought, oh, gosh, I have to sit for eight hours and watch a Zoom. Um, so we broke it up. We broke it up here and, and have this kind of interactive um, vibe where you can comment and chat. So thank you for being so, so gracious to uh, participate. Let me just capture a few more comments. Thank you uh, for my sister, my biological sister, Kim, hanging out with us, keeping it, keeping it locked down over there on YouTube and all the rest of you that are watching on YouTube, Deborah and uh, Heidi. Hello, Ms. Durham. Welcome. Thank you for being here uh, as always. And again, this segment is brought to you by, uh, this is a sponsor for today, uh, the pop-up luxury retreat that's happening November 3rd through the 6th. Just jump over to joincharvette.com, grab the information sheet, and you can schedule a call to see if this is a good fit for you. All right, we're wrapping up. Day one, session one, check the box. We're done. We'll see you back for the next session. Bye.